0: This
1: is Sandy. Hi, Sandy. This is Daniel Britt in Atlanta.
0: How are you? Good. Uh,
1: Good. Are you ready for this interview?
0: I am indeed.
1: We'll roll with it like this. All righty. I'm Daniel Britt, and today I'm talking with one of my favorite singers, and undoubtedly yours too, Sandy Patty. Sandy, how are you?
0: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
1: Oh, doing well. Good to talk to you. Well, you as well. We are here to talk about a new book that you've written. It's just been released called Broken on the Back Row. And uh, as I was reading the book last night and this morning, there's an interesting story behind the title of of that book that has to do with North Anderson Church of God near your home there. Yes, it does. What's the story behind the, the title? Well, you
0: know, 11 or 12 years ago when... A lot was going wrong in my life. Nobody's fault but my own. And, and I found myself sitting up at the back of the balcony that morning. And, and as the service began, I just began to weep and um, just wondering if God had forgotten about me or, if, you know, if I still mattered at all. I'd made such a mess of things. And at the end of the service, my pastor said. Um, if you've been look if you've been visiting with us here today, we're so glad that you've come and you know all of a sudden I remember thinking, Please don't have the visitors stand today and uh but he went on to say, if you've been visiting and you just wanna sit on the back row of the balcony and, and just cry today, we want you to know that God knows how to find you there and he hasn't forgotten you and that was such a such a wonderful message to me and really began a journey back towards what God wanted me to be.
1: And the book is subtitled A Journey Through Grace and Forgiveness, and we'll talk somewhat about that. Um, but in the beginning, it contains a lot of biographical information, um, like your growing up years. And mm-hmm. Reading the book, the way it sounded, it kind of sounded like you were on the way to becoming Sandy Patty, the music teacher.
0: <laughs> yes, very much so. I I have um, always loved music, but really thought that my music career would take me more uh towards teaching and um that kind of thing and um when I got to college I I was taking, you know, classes uh towards getting my teaching credential, but I began to travel with Bill and Gloria Gaither uh during that time and God just began to open some doors for me to where I realized this was really more than just a hobby that maybe it was something I should think about and that was some twenty five years ago now.
1: Well, your music has really spanned the globe, and the name Sandy Patty is is synonymous with Christian music, and uh, we appreciate all that you've done. Uh, This book uh, is a story, it's your story, and a story of the pathway to freedom and grace, and the book offers encouragement for all of us who've messed up, and Sandy, since we've all blown it, why do you think we continually shoot our wounded? I mean when all this was happening back in with the early, mid-90s or so, radio stations quit playing your music, concert dates were suddenly canceled. What's your observation of it all now on this side of the healing process?
0: Well, honestly, uh, I look at it a couple of ways. You know, one is, you know, if I were going to a physician and they had the letters MD behind their name, hmm. there are certain things I would have a right to expect of that person and if those things were not met, I would be hurt and I would be disappointed and, and probably make some changes in terms of my, you know, contact and association with them. Um, and I think when we carry Christian with our name, there are certain things that, that an audience has a right to expect. And when the, those things are not met, you know, there's understandably hurt mm. and disappointment and pain. and. I think one of the things that I have learned in the process that I hope will help me uh, be a better support to somebody when they're going through something is just because I may give somebody a hug who's going through a tough time and and I don't agree with maybe some of the choices that they are making, just because I perhaps talk to them and share with them a word of encouragement, doesn't say that I'm condoning what they're doing. Um, or that I agree with their decisions, it just means that I'm going to love them and, and commit to pray for them and and so I think that's one of the things that I am learning for myself, and that I hope that the church can can and as it is becoming a place where people can feel a, a sense of safety and security so that they can begin to let God confront them.
1: Hmm. Well, in the book you outline the restoration process that you went through, which, by the way, lasted for what a number of years or so. Yes, it did. Well, we hear a lot about that term restoration. We we think of big or public sins, but Sandy, what about the thought that I had yesterday or the lie that was told last Friday? The little white lie is is restoration necessary only when it hurts others, or because you outline the restoration process? In fact, at the end of the book, you have your pastor go through and and with some notes there as well.
0: Yes. Um, you know, um, I think that uh, confession and repentance, um, you know, I think are important things no matter what the sin is. Mm. When it comes to restitution, that often depends on the widespread perhaps consequences. Mm. And I think that, you know, if there if if there is perhaps a, a thought that that uh you know, one has had and and doesn't end up going beyond just the thought process and you've given that to God and said and and that's where also accountability comes in. Um but I don't think so much um I think when there ha the far as far wide as the hurt and disappointment and consequences are is as far reaching as the restitution needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um so restoration May look a little bit different in every circumstance. Sure, um, some are much more far-reaching, and so I think the restitution, which is a very key part of of restor- restoration, um, may look, you know, may be different in every circumstance.
1: Well, I I once heard Charles Spurgeon, or a comment from Charles Spurgeon, say that. In, in the instance of a pastor, when a pastor sins publicly, he should remove himself from the pulpit and sit on the back row until his repentance is as notorious as his sin. Yes. Do you think this applies to persons of Christian notoriety as well? I mean, you could easily say, I'm I'm not a minister, I'm not a spiritual leader, I'm just a singer, an entertainer, what's the big deal here, I messed up, we all do, get over it, you know.
0: Well, I guess I feel like, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a minister, but I think that in, in in the technical sense, but I do think that uh, because my um, my career and my singing were so widespread, that there is a responsibility that I have. Um, and again, back to the analogy of, of the doctor. Um, sure. You know, if I'm an artist, you know, there there is a the certain code of ethics that one expects the Christian arts to be. And I agree. And that is one reason that I wrote the book. is because, um, you know, there's much been written about, you know, all that happened wrong in my life. I guess I wanted the same, if not more, to be shared about not only the restoration process in my own life, but also, how that can help perhaps someone else.
1: And you do it beautifully. This is a wonderful book, and I've heard nothing but great reviews from it. And now that I've read it for myself, I can certainly agree. It's, uh, it's a book that will, um, well, it goes into some, some biographical information on Sandy Patty, but it also uh, works through how to apply uh, restoration processes, how to heal from, from broken hearts and mistakes made in our own lives. And Sandy, you did a great job with the book. Well,
0: thank you very much for reading it and taking the time to let me talk to you about it a little bit.
1: Where can we find more information about uh, about Sandy Patty and what's going on in your life today and how can we get more information on the book?
0: Well, my website is a wonderful place. To, I don't have anything to do with the website except just you know my name. The guys who, who put it together are just wonderful. and So people can go to sandypatty.com mm-hmm. and um, find out about you know, concert schedule or the latest product or pictures of my family or whatever it may be.
1: And your family is is, is a big part of this book as well. Uh, you talked about the... Uh the adoption process, which was just a wonderful story, and uh, then your husband, Don, uh, coming coming to know his biological father, and then yes. the relatives there. So it's a great story uh, with, with many different turns to it. It's called Broken on the Back Row, written by Sandy Patty. The Ford is by Max Licato, a friend of yours, Sandy. Yes,
0: he is. What a special friend.
1: We'll look forward to seeing you in Atlanta. Uh, Sandy, know that we love you, and you're welcome here at any time. Be sure to let us know anytime you're in the area singing.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thanks for your encouragement through the years.
0: You are so welcome. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.